Hey, Dan. Hey, Tim. Do you want to hear a funny joke? Oh, always. Why was the accountant constipated? Why? Because he couldn't budget. Ah, classic. Great joke. Good one. Good. Hi, this is Tim. This is just a heads up that all the advice you're hearing in this podcast is general in nature. If you want something more specific, then feel free to contact us. Drunk accountant, drunk accountant, drunk, drunk, drunk accountant, drunk accountant, drunk accountant, drunk, drunk, drunk accountant, drunk accountant, drunk accountant, drunk accountant, drunk accountant, Hello and welcome to the podcast. My name is Dan. And I'm Tim. And we are the, the Two, two Drunk, Drunk Accountants. Accountants. Welcome to the podcast. <laughs> uh, this week we've got another quick episode. We're just, we're just smashing out the in-between yeah. episodes, in-between great guests. Yes. Still delivering top-notch content though. Yeah, that's right. Uh, today, Tim, we're going to discuss a topic that you and I have debated a lot actually. Uh, are you a grower or a shower? <laughs> Yeah, I know. It's a very hot topic of debate and, and we're going to dive into that one, yeah, into the weeds. We're going to dive in, dive yeah. into the weeds. Would you prefer to be a grower or would you prefer to be a shower, but from the perspective of your business? Exactly. Okay, so All don't, right. get, don't, don't, don't get too don't, ahead. This isn't, this isn't love yourself February again. We're not going back down that <laughs> rabbit hole. Uh, Tim, first, what, what is, is the Tim and Dan-lo? How's your week, Tim? It's been good. Lewis mm. started daycare. Oh wow! Yeah, huge milestone yeah, for the family. That is. Yeah. That is a big. That is a big thing. So, like, yeah. should I be standing next to you right now, or am I also going to get gastro? My eye got a bit itchy last night. Not going to oh, lie, no. I thought I had conjunctivitis for about ten minutes. You used to be a real conjunctivitis fiend too. I know. You used to be I like heaps. You used to always get it. I think it was from the gym. You reckon? Yes. Like the local one. Yeah. Bunch just of grubs. Yeah. Like I can't think of anywhere like where else I was getting it. I just thought it because you were a four eyes. It was just like <laughs> trapping the germs in there. <laughs> it is definitely one of my most hated sicknesses, mm. and I'm almost guaranteed to get it at some mm. point. That and hand, foot, and mouth. Uh. Um, maybe chicken pox. Who knows? I mean, I have had chicken pox, but mm. uh, I had shingles once. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that's the thing 60-year-olds get, but hey, all good. Day. Yeah, it's fine. It is what it is. Um, <laughs> that's good. That's so exciting, was, though. That's like, was, so it's a bit of like... It was bittersweet. A bit, a bit of anxiety, a bit of like yeah, worry. Particularly for Jade. Mm. Um, yeah, she she was, you know, a bit upset about it. She felt physically ill, is what Aww. she said, driving driving over to drop him off to the Aww. daycare. Um, and then we, we arrived and he started getting a bit upset. Like... Mm. It's like, how does he know? Yeah. I don't know how he knows, but... He knows that yeah. there's a whole bunch of other babies here and it, not that many parents. It actually <laughs> looks so funny though, because uh, we arrived into... This is a new daycare yeah. near our work and um, the room he was in, they, there wasn't many babies there that day. So they were combining it in with the um, 12 to 18 month olds. Mm. And they're all sitting out in this room. And so it's like from here, maybe 10 meters away. Mm. And this room was like darkened. And the educator took Lewis, you know, off and mm. she was like, oh, we're just having lunch actually. So we'll go, we'll go have some lunch. That'll cheer him up. Mm. And um, I can just see the back of the heads of like four kids sitting in their little, little high, <laughs> low high chairs. Like, and it just looked like they were having a little baby meeting on how, like, how to ruin their parents' lives. <laughs> so this like, is what we're going to do. <laughs> I like that's where you've gone. They weren't having a meeting like, how good's lunch today? It's like, <laughs> no. now how do we destroy it their lives? Like, it looked like they were having a conference meeting yeah. of babies. 
and uh, and basically, yeah, just deciding on like how they're gonna muck with us. That Have we night. spoken about that movie, Baby Geniuses, before? Mm, maybe. Do you remember that movie? Um, no, no. Well, there's like the babies are all actually geniuses. That's what that's what and it they looks can like. communicate and talk to each other. That's what it looks like. As soon as you hit like two or you can speak, you, you lose it. Well, yeah. This is exactly what it looked like, Dan. So. Mm. I had a good chuckle at that, actually. Mm. Um, Jay didn't see the funny side of that, I don't think. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I thought that was funny. Uh, well, that's, that's a huge moment. Big it deal. Is. That's it a big is. deal. Yeah. And it's also funny. Um, this is the last bit I'll say about mm. daycare for mm. this podcast. Uh, there's an app. They send you notifications, mm. which you're just glued to all day because mm. they're like, oh, Lewis had a wet nappy. <laughs> or like, Lewis ate spaghetti bolognese. <laughs> and then they send you photos and stuff. Yeah. But um. Uh, he's still breastfeeding. So mm. Jade sends him with like a sachet mm. of breast milk mm. um, that's frozen at defrost and then mm. they put it in a bottle and he drinks it. And the first day he was a bit upset, so he didn't drink it. Mm. So um, it said, uh, gave, we gave Lewis mother's milk. For some reason, that's how it's entered in the app. It just made mother's, milk. <laughs> mother's milk. <laughs> and then <laughs> I clicked on the notification uh, and it said, uh, offered Lewis mother's milk. <laughs> And then uh, it was like, Lewis declined. <laughs> that must be a nightmare for the educators to like update that all day. I have no idea how they do it. They must just have like a, a phone. It's like, oh yeah, gave him this. Give you can that. see if they're sleeping. Mm. You know, it's very, uh, very big brotherish. Mm. actually. Very much so. Yeah. Very much yeah. so. Well, that's, that's a big deal. Mm. That's a big deal. Yeah. So I'll keep you updated on the mother's milk situation. I'm, yeah, I'm keen to know more about this mother's milk. <laughs> <laughs> Because then I, I rocked up in the afternoon. I was like, I hear Lewis didn't drink his mother's milk today. <laughs> <laughs> he always loves mother's milk. <laughs> it is funny. Yeah. It is funny. It is, it is funny. Yeah. Uh, uh, what about you, Dan? Um, what have I been up to? Not a lot. Any uh, dates? Any, <laughs> any dates lately? Not that I'm revealing on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> That's a yes. Don't know about that. <laughs> but uh, yeah, other than that. Uh, other than that. So it is a yes. No, 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 I didn't say that. Uh, <laughs> nothing's been going on with my life. Watching a few good movies. Actually, I'm looking forward to go see um, Killers of the Flower Moon, the new uh, Scorsese movie. Okay. I think that comes out this weekend. And uh, the NBA starts ah, again That's about next that's week. A, that's about the gangsters, right? Killers of the it, Flower Moon. It's about the... Um, uh, the mob? No, no, no. It's, it's still like, uh, I think it's like oil and, and stuff in uh, Native American um, oh. reservations and stuff. Mm. Okay, I... I did not understand that trailer. No. Okay. Maybe I completely misunderstood the trailer, but that's what I gathered. Fair enough. Mm. Um, cool. But yeah, other than that, not much going on. We should skip to the business update, shall we? Let's do it. Business update, sponsored by Cats Accountants. Thank you, Cats, for sponsoring the business update. Yeah. Um, not a great news if you voted yes. <laughs> As it turns out, we're in the minority, Dan. We are in the minority. Um, disappointing. Mm. disappointing and I actually feel really sorry for indigenous people yeah I do first as well. nations people mm. because it's a, been a, probably a pretty painful process absolutely yeah <clears throat> it's quite divisive mm. uh, or dividing and there's people just talking about them and their lives so and basically like they would have just felt like I know if, if that was me you'd feel yeah. like the, the nation just voted against you is what that would have yeah. felt like. Uh, hopefully yeah. they're not taking it that way. And I, I've heard a lot of people come out and saying, you know, the, the vote was against the voice, not against indigenous people. But That's it. Yeah, exactly. Still. I it, think that's the, you know, 
if your glass half empty, mm. you're like, geez, mm. <laughs> what, what is wrong with Australia? Mm. Which is sort of was my initial reaction. And I wasn't shocked. Mm. Um, some people were very shocked, but I wasn't shocked. But Any, anyone paying attention to the news or the polls leading up to it mm. shouldn't have been shocked. Glass half full mm. though, you're like, well, maybe the campaign could have been better. Mm. Maybe there could have been more unity mm. of both political parties. Yeah. Maybe yeah. they could have been clearer upon what they were trying to achieve mm. if you were voting us. Because in hindsight, I'm the type of person who is quite happy to mm. be like, yes, mm. advanced rights, unity, mm. let's make it happen. Mm. Um, <laughs> majority of people aren't quite happy to say yes. They're actually they want the more inclined to just be yeah. like, no. Nah. Yeah. And they're not going to go out of their way to try and find the detail, mm. but they're still just going to say no because they don't know. Exactly. That was their whole slogan. If you don't know, vote no. Yeah. Which is, you know, not the first time that slogan has been run for a referendum. No. Do you know not one referendum has passed that didn't have bipartisan support? Yeah. Mm. Crazy. So it was doomed to begin with, really, mm. if you look at it that way. Mm. Um, but yeah, I'm feeling, you know, a bit sorry. Yeah, I, I am as well. Um, you know, we've spent... Disappointed. A, lot, a, a bit of time talking about it on the podcast. We don't need to go more into it. <laughs> but uh, a, a few interesting tidbits I do want to point out. Okay. One is that uh, there was some statistics that were on the uh, um, ABC website or something, that, and they were graphing a few different criteria into who voted no or yes. It was mm. distance from major cities, mm. uh, it was level of education, and the level of income above or below a certain amount what on average in, electric, uh, in an electorate and, and age. Yeah. Age wasn't as skewed as much as I thought. Really? Yeah, it was skewed, but not as much. But the biggest ones were distance from capital city, um, and um, level of education and also level of income. Wow. They were very, like you could like see very straight mm. skews per electorate. It's like averages in electorate. So it's not everyone in those categories votes yes mm. or no, but um, the, the electorates which represent those things mm. did. Interesting. Quite interesting. Um, the second bit um, was you just can't really trust politicians. Mm. Um, Peter Dutton. Yeah. Like within a day... Of, of he was going to have another referendum. He, yeah, that's if, what he said. If, if no, haven't. Very clear. I've heard that interview. If there is a no vote, I will hold another referendum uh, to vote on recognition. Mm. And then like literally a day after, they're like, so you're going to do that if you get elected? And he's like, ah, people are over it. <laughs> it's like, oh God. <laughs> just that uh, quick of a turnaround. So it was, so it was just all rhetoric. Mm. It was just all, it was smoke and mirrors. It was confusion mm. and it worked. Mm. It worked and uh, yes, we're not, here we are. We're not a political podcast. No. We don't, uh, we don't declare votes one way or the other, no, but this, but this issue, issue was different. It was this issue, issue was different. Yeah. Anyway, let's move on, shall we? Mm-hmm. Tight ass tip. And I've actually got a new category of tight ass tip. Cool. <coughs> it's called uh, Uncle Dan's Corner. <laughs> what? UDs. That's crazy. UDs tips. UDs. And this is where I give uh, parenting advice and parenting related uh, savings. No. This one. Please don't. No, this, no you'll like this one. Okay. I came up with it all by myself. Uh, pick your baby up so you don't get charged extra from daycare. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it is so expensive. They charge you by the minute. Tell me about it. They charge you by the minute. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, I mean, I think, you know, if there's a massive breakdown or some mm. life emergency, mm. It's okay. Mm. But ordinarily, 
it could cost you like 300 bucks if you're an hour late. Oof. Something like that. Anyway. Crazy. I never planned to be, Dan. No. I never planned to be. Never be late to pick your child up for many reasons. For many reasons. You know, yeah. it's traumatizing for them. It's six o'clock. I mean, yeah. in, my, in my daycare anyway, it's yeah. six o'clock. That is late. late. Kid needs to go to bed. But then if, also if financially. Yeah. And 300 bucks. Hmm. My mum didn't pick me out once from school. <laughs> Devastated. Devastated. I haven't forgotten. Uh, so you're still paying the price for that one. I was like 11. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> How long did you wait? Um, I waited till all the buses have gone and all the kids had sort of left. So I was probably there for 20, 30 minutes waiting until everyone had left. And then I, I walked to a friend's place. Uh, and I was like, mum, didn't pick me up. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you just catch a bus, you schmohawk? Like, I didn't know what bus went my way. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. Anyway, traumatic wow. stuff. <laughs> traumatic stuff. <laughs> well, okay. Well, that's a good uh, topic of Tardust Tip, Dan. And yep. Yeah, I totally agree. Yeah. Um, childcare is, is, is expensive mm. as it is. So, mm. well, I'm looking, forward, I'm looking forward to give you some more parenting Tardust Tips. <laughs> so, <laughs> UD's corner. I'm looking forward to that. Yeah. All, right. All right. Thanks, Dan. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> well, let's move on to our main topic. And our main topic today is, are you a grower or are you a shower? Now, Which, what are we talking about? We're talking about what do you do first? Mm. Do you grow your sales, i.e. do you take on more work or more clients mm. first? Or do you grow your team or capacity? Mm. So like hire more people or buy more plant and equipment. Yep. What do you do first? It's a classic chicken and egg situation. Yeah. And it's definitely one that business owners deal with yeah every day absolutely i think a, a, a lot of people ask me like oh, should i be hiring someone mm. it's like should, should i hire someone now yeah it's like, well it's, a, it's, it's let's really talk about it hard to know when to hire mm. um and usually people will land on the first option a which is mm. i'm gonna grow my sales first yeah and we're going to talk about why that's maybe not a good idea we're going to talk about some pros and cons yeah. for both options mm. and then we might have a sneaky Third option. We'll find out. Mm-hmm. We'll find out. Nice. You better wait to the end to hear what the <laughs> third option is. <laughs> All right. Let, let's start with uh, let's start with growth, Tim. If if you're if you're a grower, yeah. well, I mean, first of all, actually, why are you doing this? Very good. Why question. are you thinking this way? Because you know my business. Uh, you know the value of my business is based on how many people I've got mm-hmm. or how much sales I make. Um, and I I just know that if my business is that big. Mm. things will be better right is that wrong so you go on the show option there oh is that wrong is it <laughs> <laughs> yeah look no but it's not crazy some yeah. people do think more is is better more. yeah yeah so um we've we've often said though that growth is really profit growth is profit that's right mm. so uh, what are you trying to achieve what's your vision mm. And the, from the outcome yeah of what you're trying to change here is it that you aren't earning enough money from mm. your business yeah is it that you're too busy mm. in your business? Yeah. And if either of those are the case, is there another solution to then just making it bigger? That's right. Because bigger isn't always better. For some people, it may be that they're too stressed. I am full of slogans they, today, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, but some people are just stressed. stressed. Yeah. So like, oh, I've got a. I am stressed for, over my financial situation. Yeah. I'm going to take on more clients. Yep. Or I am stressed because I'm doing too much work. I'm stressed. Mm. I feel like I'm just doing too much. Mm. I'm going to hire more people. Yeah. And actually those two 
those solutions might make you more stressed. Yeah. They could make things worse. Exactly. You could be running a million miles an hour mm. in the wrong direction. Mm. It's like having a, a vision mm. is like having a map. Yeah. So let's make a little map first. Make a map. Uh, and then you'll be making sure you're staying to the path that's going to take you to the glory land. Go back, <laughs> go back to our episodes on strategic compass and setting, finding your purpose, finding your why, setting your values. Setting these, these things help you decide what you need to be doing. But also just knowing what you want from your business right. is so important because as Tim was saying, you, you might think that this option in front of you is a solution, either grow or, or get more capacity or team, mm. but it might just be taking you even worse mm. in a direction you don't want to go. And the solution might be, hey, if, if you can cut some costs, um, if you can actually downsize the clients, but mm. uh, do more work for your current clients, mm. uh, you might find yourself more profitable. That's it. Uh, or you might be saying, I'm going to sell my business in two years. Yeah. I need to max the shit out of the sales yeah. for it. Exactly. That's a different, that, that could be a different, different um, answer altogether. There's so, there's so many different options here. It's, it's not one size fits all, but really what we just want you to say is, well, why are you trying to grow? And if the answer is, uh, actually, we do need to grow. I want to achieve these yeah. goals. Great. All right. Awesome. Well, then you're left with this question. Yeah. Because invariably there is something you need to change. Yeah. So, okay. So option A is um, growing my sales yeah. or taking on more clients. More work. Um, or more work. Yep. Pro. Well, Pro. I mean, it's definitely a way to grow, right? Yeah. And make more money. Pro, you will get more money, likely. You, you will get more sales. Um, yep. what, what I like about this option, what the pro is, is that you get to test a hypothesis without investing significant amount of capital or, or, True. or money. True. So this means, let's just say you're saying, I think we can do this new thing. Let's, yep. let's take on this work before we invest money in mm. getting someone permanent to do it. Let's just see if it works. Yeah. And you can see if it works. And if it does, then you hire someone to come then help. Then build it. Yep. Then build the solution. Correct. Yeah. That is, that is the big pro for Sell that option. Sell first, yeah. then build. Yeah. yeah. And it's been done before. Mm. It definitely can work. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, will it work for most people though? Well, here's the con. <laughs> here's the con. Yeah. Is that... If you're stressed already and you're trying to grow, adding more work with less help isn't going to fix that problem. That's right. So depending on your situation, mm. you could actually be dissatisfying your existing customers yeah. more. You're, you're spending less time with your current clients and, and you might be underservicing the people that you've currently got. Underservice, which will damage your brand. Mm. Um, it will make it harder for the future of your business. Mm. It will also stress you out more. We are all beasts of pride. Mm. We're all proud of our business. Mm. It is sort of reflecting on our personal mm. brand and image sometimes. Yep. Um, that can be really deflating for Absolutely. an individual yeah. to go through. Mm. So there is a certain amount of risk to going down that road first. And that is the road most people go down first. They just think more sales, more customers, more yep. work. That'll fix everything. Yeah. We've hit a point. Let's hire someone. Yep. Um, <clears throat> so yes, that, that, they are some pros and cons to, to the grower option. That is the grower option. Now the shower option, <laughs> which is I want to show that I have capacity and mm. I want to create that capacity and then go find mm. the, the work. Now, also very tempting. Also very tempting. Mm. Also very tempting. Yeah. Because uh, it's, it's right there. You can just start, you, you've got a bucket to start feeling it. This is sort of the uh, yeah. build it and they shall come. I wrote that down. There you if go. you build it, they will come. <laughs> yeah. I wrote it in my fancy calligraphy pen. And again, yeah. Very possible, like mm. depending on your market, mm. if there is infinite capacity um, mm. or infinite demand. Mm. Uh, if you could build it and they will come, 
Great. I can see why this would work. Yeah. Um, but there are definite risks to this. And that we all know that's mm. not the case built in that will come. No, no, definitely not. Um, but, you know, let's just say, uh, yeah, so the big pro is, yes, you will have the capacity, you can grow, and you might not have the stress that you would have otherwise. But mm. it does bring on, and here's the con, other type of stress. It's a pressure to grow. Mm. And what if you can't grow as fast as you were planning? That's right. Now, now, you're sacrificing income now. You're sacrificing profit. You've got more mouths to feed. Yeah. And you actually could be taking on more headaches as mm. well because um, we do a lot of business mm. advice, Dan. We work with a lot of business clients mm. and their people are the best and the worst part of their business often. Absolutely. They will complain about their mm. people the most. Yep. Um, but also the business wouldn't exist without their people. No. So it is a really conflicting thing sometimes. And what do, what do your team want more than anything right now more pay more pay (laughs) and if you've got too much team and not enough income coming in what's the one thing you can't give your team more pay pay. yeah (laughs) and so you might get dissatisfied team members yeah they they could be wildly inefficient yeah so you're like why why are we still not getting enough work Mm. we're still not reaching our capacity Mm. we've got work that we're not getting out quick quickly enough Mm. it's because they're being inefficient yeah they're underpaid they're dissatisfied they're They're not interested. Sometimes being busy is a good thing yeah. for a person. Yeah. They actually get more done because yeah. they're forced to plan and, and, um, and think ahead and be organized. Correct. Absolutely. So it's not all it's cracked up to be being a shower. Being a shower is not. It mm. might be nice at the barbecue to tell people you've got 20 team members, but, <laughs> <laughs> but it's not very nice when you do the, the fortnightly payroll. No. And then there's three fortnights in a month sometimes. Yeah. Oh. And, you have, and you're nowhere near that sales goal. Um, so when you're, when you're whipping out your numbers at a barbecue. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but it's, it's certainly not nice if you have to let people go. No. And, well. and, that's, and that's a serious thing. If, if, if you know, the, the big pro um, to being a grower was that you could test your hypothesis, right? Mm. Well, the, the opposite of that is, mm. well, what if that hypothesis doesn't turn out? Yeah, that's well, right. But then now you're having to fire someone mm. who came and joined you and your team. They might find, they will likely find other work, but it's not an easy thing to do. Mm. It's not, no matter who yep. you talk to, it's not, especially yep. in small business. Yeah, for sure. So... <laughs> So basically neither. Neither option is is great. (laughs) Like I I wouldn't be putting all my eggs in either of those baskets. Think of them as opposite Mm. ends of a spectrum. Mm. Um, Let's live in the middle. What's the middle? middle. Let's walk the tightrope. Let's walk the tightrope and let's define true growth Mm. um, or true advancement of your business Mm. and your personal situation Mm. as growth of profit. Yep. Let's define it that way. Yes. Um, so it's not more customers and more work. And it's not more team members or more machinery and equipment. No. It's actually more money. Yeah. <laughs> it's more profit and it's more cash flow. Crazy. For you. <laughs> it is crazy. Yeah. I know this sounds so simple and silly, yeah. but we all lose sight of this. Yeah. We do all lose sight of this. So um, the hidden answer is how are we going to grow your profit? Mm. How do we do that? Yeah. Because that's the important thing. Yeah, and, and the answer might be you need more sales. But if you need more sales to grow your profit, it's very likely you're not being as efficient with your current capacity. It yep. means your costs are too high mm. in comparison to your sales, right? That's right. So either you're not being efficient enough or mm. your overheads are too high and you need to reduce something. It could be a mixture of both. Yeah. 
there could be a very simple tweaking in pricing yep. that you could do or mm-hmm. um, your margin. Mm-hmm. So like you might have um, a very high cost of sale. Mm. So 50 to 80 cents of everything you mm. sell, it goes straight out to a supplier. Yep. Well, there's something we need to look into straight away because depending it's, on your turnover. Yeah. Can you find a cheaper supplier somehow? That's right. Um, that's right. Can you raise your prices 1%? That's it. 1% is what we're talking about there. Who, who, could, who could really seriously say they can't raise their price 1% without yep. jeopardizing their business? Yeah. And that's not even to go, like, then you can start delving into, are there unprofitable customers yeah. that you're currently doing work for that's sucking up capacity? Should you be cutting the tail, as they call it? Mm. Which is, like are, are there clients or customers in your business who don't see value in what you do, uh, take up a lot of your time, mm. and are really stopping you from providing more services to your really good clients? That's it. Especially if you're in a service industry. Mm. Um, exactly. And I guarantee you, we've just said that, Everybody listening to this just thought of one. Everyone. Because I do it. When, when people say it to me, I'm like, yeah, there's someone. Mm. And, and if it, you're listening to this podcast, someone, it's not you. <laughs> and the reality of the situation is that is a really hard thing to swallow. It's mm. a very tough pill to swallow to say, I should never have taken that client or customer on um, or that, that contract or whatever all, it is. We all mean well. It's a bitter pill. Yeah. Um, so that's why it can seem easier just to go, well, I just need more. Mm. I just need more sales. Mm. Or actually, I just need more hands to help me get through this. Mm. And then I'm going to get more good work and we'll be right. Mm. Um, well, actually, that's not really going to help. It's going to make things worse. It's going to make it worse. So, yeah, it's going to be a mixture of both. And then, mm-hmm. then there's the capacity side, Dan. Yeah. Is there, so a way you can do that? is there a way for you to have a variable capacity? Yeah. So as an example, um, let's say you're someone who manufactures something. Mm. Is there a factory nearby or something that has some leftover time nice. that you could just rent some time? So rather than buy a whole new widget yep. that you need to use, rent some time off someone else. Mm. Is that a way to just cool. get you some, so if, if the business goes up or down, you can just variable with it. Yes. And when you get to a sustainable level, buy that piece of equipment then. That's it. Yes. That or might eat into your margin in the short term, mm. but it's maybe a bit safer in the, in the short. Yeah. Very true. Mm. Very true. Um, is there any way you can build efficiency mm-hmm. without a very large investment? Yep. So do you need more um, people mm. um, or do you actually just need more efficiency? Yeah. Because that's another way to look at it. Mm. Because um, adding more people into an inefficient system mm. is not in and of itself going to create capacity. Does not. It could actually make it worse. <laughs> You're just uh, multiplying your problem. Yeah. Multiplying your problem. There's more people mm. doing chaotic things in a chaotic system. No problems. Sorry, mo people, mo problems. <laughs> Potentially. Yeah. Potentially. Uh, so, yeah. Really, the solution needs to be have a good hard look at yourself in the mirror. Why are you trying to grow? If mm. the answer is... I legitimately need or want to grow my business to a certain size. Great. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Then yes, do that. But, but also, don't maybe put all your eggs in one of the two baskets. That's right. Yeah. And don't lose sight of the fact that that growth actually does still relate to mm. the profit your business is making. So yeah. sales in and of itself is not true growth mm. and more team members or equipment in mm. and of itself is not true growth. Mm. Now I know that there's a, um, there's an entrepreneur bro who's listening to this right now. It's like, no, man, you got to like grow as fast as you can. 
throw your eggs, like risk it all, risk it all for the biscuit. Generate more leads. Yeah. Ad words. Exactly. Billboards. Grow, 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 grow. You're yeah. on the radio, you're on buses. Exactly. Yeah. So like you're listening to that, it's like, no, that's a bit... Yeah, you're listening to too many Gary Vee podcasts and you're trying to grow a billion dollar unicorn company. But for most people listening to this podcast, you're trying to grow a small business that's based on your lifestyle. You're trying to build a lifestyle. Yes, yeah, exactly. We're talking about something different here. Yes. And most, I would say 99% of business owners, is that's what they're trying to do. It's yep. not the 1% you hear about most of the time. Mm. Uh, so yeah, just remember that. Mm. That's it. Don't always listen to the loudest voices out Think there. Think about what growth means to you. Yeah. Grow the bottom line. That mm. is the priority. Yes. Adding more work mm. doesn't necessarily grow the bottom line. Adding nope. more team members and capacity definitely doesn't grow the bottom line. Not in the short unless term. Unless there is mm. sales that you can achieve. Instant so. sales, yeah. So, yeah. that's there we uh, go. Are you a grower or a shower <laughs> or nothing? <laughs> Turns out we're nothing. Or in between. Or in between. We're a tweener. <laughs> it's a yeah, happy mm. medium. Mm. <laughs> nice one. Uh, other things this week, Tim. I got two I can start off with. Go for it. Uh, the first one is a quick announcement. Don't forget, we are doing two live podcasts at the Accounting Business Expo nice. in November. Mm. It's in Sydney. Uh, we're also doing them in Melbourne early next year. But uh, if, if you're in Sydney or if you're going to the Accounting, Accounting Business Expo, we are doing two live podcasts, both days, both at 12.30. Yep. Tim, you're also featuring on another panel. I am on another panel. Yeah, yeah which so is exciting. Yeah, it's very exciting. So yeah. we're going to be there. We're going to be having some fun. Um, so make sure you come say hello and check us out, especially come to our two panels at 12.30. Yeah. Um, that's a good one. That's the first one. like it. Uh, we will announce the topics and any potential guests in the coming weeks, by the mm, way. Cool. Uh, the um, next one is, my other thing is uh, uh, Mrs. Doubtfire, cracker of a movie. <laughs> Watched it during the week. <laughs> Hello, dearie. <laughs> I, um, I personally am a big fan of uh, the Arrested Development. Mrs. Uh, Featherbottom. Yeah, Mrs. Featherbottom. <laughs> Pop a banger in the mouth. Pop a banger in the mouth. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, so. Yeah, but anyway, that's good. I just uh, rewatched uh, Mrs. Doubtfire. Nice. And, um, it was good. It is a good movie. Mm. That's in San Francisco, right? Yeah. yeah. And it made me want to go back to San yeah. Francisco. I was like, yeah. oh, San Francisco is cool. Yeah, the city. Yeah, but um, yeah. Uh, like, yeah, if... There's some parts of it that probably don't hold up. I mean, it's not necessarily funny. He's dressing up as a woman, and there's a there's a little bit of transphobia and homophobia in that in that movie. But it's true. But in saying that, that is extremely. If true. you can park that, mm. Robin Williams very funny. <laughs> That's crazy. I never yeah. really thought about that. Yeah. Wow. Anyway. Mm, there you go. Your other thing, Tim. Uh, mine is, I might get the title wrong here, but it is called the, it's a book called The Happiest Man on Earth. Mm. It's by Eddie Jaku. You've mentioned Jaku. this to me. Um, he was a German Jew in World War II that um, survived the Holocaust. So he moved to Australia, um, not um, maybe five years after the end of World War II. Mm. And then lived like a really full life. I lived in, in Australia. Australia. Yeah. For some reason I thought it was an American. Moved to Sydney. Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, there is another book you're thinking of mm. that is different. Right. Um, this book was only written by Eddie five years ago. Yeah, right. Yeah. The book you're thinking of might be from the Holocaust survivor who wrote a book like literally within the few days after yeah. getting out. I think that's what I'm thinking of. Yeah. yeah. And that's, I have, I'm onto that next. Right. I'm onto that next. Mm. Uh, but this one is definitely 
a worthwhile read. Mm. And uh, yeah, it just makes you appreciate you know, what you've got. Mm. Um, yeah, they, yeah, that was terrible. It was terrible what happened. And it's a little triggering as well with some of the, you know, you can see some of this referendum campaigning is like propaganda mm. a little bit either way, depending on which way you're looking at it, whatever. Yeah. But um, yeah, it's a little triggering. Mm. It's a little triggering there. And you're like, oh God, how easy it, is it for humanity just to like mm. turn evil yeah. and be um, misled? It is very easy. And um, the easiest thing to do is actually just to be kind mm. and to love. And I love that message and I need to read that book it's it's a sick book Mm. and um, yeah really sad but at the same time very uplifting because he was able to you know he obviously did feel a lot of hatred and Mm. and anger and sadness and until the day he died but Mm. he was able to rise above that and instead um, try to bring happiness into other people's lives Mm. so that's pretty that's pretty amazing given this guy like he's a big guy let's say he, he let's say he's your size then mm. at the end when he was found by mm. american soldiers he weighed 28 kilos Whoa. yeah and he woke up in a hospital mm. and uh was told he had like oh he kept pestering the nurse mm. and then the nurse was like you have like a 70 percent chance of dying basically wow because of just malnutrition yeah yeah that reminds crazy i know this is only a it's a fictional show but um that scene in band of brothers where they find the camp and mm. then they all the yeah. all the people in the camp want food, and they're like, "You can't feed them; yeah, exactly. they will die. They will die." Yeah. Yes, yeah. He talks about that. Yeah, yeah it's his story is so, horrendous, so crazy, horrendous. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. So, yeah. So anyway, really good read, and um, yeah, it makes you sort of like really come back to what? Yeah, what's my purpose? Mm. Um, and how? And how is what I'm doing? Um, bringing happiness mm. and bettering other people's lives, mm. which is nice. If you can focus like that on message. that, you can have yeah. a lot of gratitude for, yeah, just being alive, I guess. I love that, Tim. Mm. Um, it's, uh, it's on my list to read. Check it out. It's a very short read. It yeah. doesn't take long. Mm. Yep. Great stuff. Great stuff. All right. Well, thank you for listening, everybody. Two Drunk Podcast at gmail.com, twodrunkaccountants.com.au, Two Drunk Accountants on all the social medias. Uh, make sure you give us a follow. Have a listen. Uh, send us your questions. Mm. Uh, a few people actually, we did get a tight ass tip this week, uh, yeah. which I, I might read out next week. Yeah, let's do it. Um, so yeah, make sure you send us your tight ass tips. Send us any podcast ideas, topics you want us to cover, uh, merch that you might want on our upcoming mm. merch store. We're thinking hats, hoodies, and shirts, but yeah, see what you're thinking. And uh, we're gonna be sick. We will calculate later. Bye. Bye.